Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. And all month long in August, you know, artist, artistic August, we are talking about how art impacts our lives and the world around us. And my guest today is a true artiste, and uh, it's going to be a fun conversation in a lot of ways. Plus, I'm going to ask her a lot of questions, so we'll see, uh, see if, if I can uh, stump her a little bit. Um, so All Around Artsy was founded in 2009 by my guest, Kira Bursky, who's an award-winning filmmaker, and wait until I tell you about all she's accomplished. She's also a multidisciplinary artist on a journey to explore perceptions of reality with each of her magic-fueled films and projects. And I love this. Now, you also know that another one of my, you know, something near and dear to me has to uh, do with how we take care of our mental health. So listen to this. She's inspired by our capacity as humans to heal from mental health issues and is driven to to tell stories of our ability to transform and not just, you know, transform as humans, but our minds and our hearts and really then use that transformation to find a perspective of infinite possibility. And that I think is very inspiring, but I want to tell you a couple of her accolades as well, because these are just so important. They have to be mentioned. So first of all, she's produced over 60 short films and music videos that have screened at festivals all around the world from LA to Berlin to Beijing. So she's she knows some frequent flyer miles also. In 2014, she was recognized as National Young Arts, the National Young Arts finalist, and was a finalist in the White House Student Film Festival. Oh my God. She had the honor of screening her work in the White House. How fun is that? And in 2015, she was selected as Best Emerging Fem Female Filmmaker at the National Film Festival for Talented Youth. So obviously we have some talent there, but there's more, but wait, there's more. In 2016, she was featured in Seventeen Magazine as the April Issues Power Girl and received the Emerging Artist to Watch grant through the, Le oh, I can't pronounce it. So she's going to have to tell me, but it's the <laughs> Artist Residency in France. She's already giggling at me. So I know better than to try words that I can't pronounce well, but uh, she's also had her creations featured through NPR, Out Magazine, Pride, and No Film School to name just a few. The last thing, and I'm a little bit envious of this, but I'm going to ask her some questions how she got there. But her YouTube channel has 40,000 subscribers. We're trying to hit 500 here in the next couple of days and 14 million views. So you know she's got something that is really making a difference in this world. So Kira, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, hopefully, actually, by the time this episode airs, we will have been closer to, you know, over that 500 mark. Actually, we're very, very close, but awesome. uh, 40,000, that's impressive. So tell us, you know, your your resume, obviously, in your bio is completely phenomenal, but tell us a little bit. I mean, it's all, it's all great on paper, but tell us a little bit more about you and your journey and specifically how through art you've shocked your own potential. Yeah, let's see. Uh what else to say aside from my bio? Let's see. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm Kira. I, I run a video production company 
I also do multidisciplinary arts. Um, so actually recently I've branched out into doing visual art as well. And so now I'm actually selling um, clothing prints and uh, decorative prints of my art. Actually behind me is one of my recent art pieces. I was going to um, ask. Yeah. And yeah, I've been on this artistic journey my whole life. Since I was a child, I, I've been into all forms of art, really. And so it was very natural for me to go down the filmmaker path because, you know, filmmaking is this amazing, incredible art form where all art forms come together and you get to work with all kinds of people, explore all these different stories and perspectives. Um, so yeah, it's been a really amazing journey. Um, and see, uh, I guess some <laughs> little tidbits of the journey. When I was 13 or 14, I knew I wanted to pursue filmmaking. And so I um, discovered this crazy cool school called Interlochen. It's in Michigan and it's this high school boarding school where you majored in art form in high school. And so I actually ended up majoring in filmmaking while in high school. So I studied filmmaking for three years. And then by the time I was done with high school, um, I was ready to just jump right in and start building up my company and see how that would go. And uh, well, at first it was a gap year, which turned into <laughs> a gap life of adventuring and you know business. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so always working on new projects. I work with musicians on music videos, um, but yeah, the range of clients is quite diverse. Um, some days, you know, maybe I am working with a musician. Some days, maybe I'm working with a company um, that does that sells dog food. You know, <laughs> some days I'm working with shamanic energy healers. Some days, realtors. So it's just, it's really fun. I really, I that's one of my favorite parts is just diving into these different worlds and. Uh, going on, on uh, mini adventures with my, my clients and my collaborators. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many things I could say, but uh, maybe that's a little bit of a synopsis. Well, so tell me, so let's, let's say I own a dog food you know, company. No, let's say cat food because I'm a cat person. Yeah. I mean, I love dogs, but I'm never gonna own another one, uh, yeah. but I will, I will have many more cats. Um, so I, I own a cat food company and I say, Kira, hey, uh, we, need, we need some you know, great visual, we need an ad, you know? we, need, uh -huh. we need something to really get people to buy our cat food. Where do you even start with me? <laughs> well, for, for this particular project, we actually made a video about um, how to teach your child how to interact with animals safely. Um, so we had this adorable child actress, this woman playing the mom, a dog. Um, and for this particular project, it was pretty free flowing. We're just mostly capturing the process of being a dog and uh, just how to safely interact with the dog and pet the dog. And um, yeah, the, and working with a child actress was super fun and having a dog was great. Um, but yeah, that, that project was pretty free flowing, just mostly capturing a sequence in a in a pretty way. How fun! I love it. Yeah, especially from the dog's perspective. And you, <laughs> and actually, I'm thinking, what a smart thing because uh, you know we have a cat. We 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 she's a COVID kitty. So she because um, we weren't going to have another cat after we lost ours many years ago, and and so we ended up getting one when you know a shelter closed, and they're like, we need somebody to foster this cat. Of course, we adopted her within you know 13 seconds, but mm -hmm. um, but she's not 
used to little kids. And so we have little kids around the neighborhood who are like, oh, cat, and they want to go pet her. And I'm like, okay, let's just let her chill out yeah. a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, let's take our time. And that's a great way to, uh, to have a, an ad or a story, you know, be developed from something else, because then you're more likely to watch it, be invested in it, and yeah. then have the story and then, then make the connection. So that's really creative. I love it. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> so how do you get, so tell me about some of the, you know, the music videos that you do, like, how do people, how do people say, Hey, Kira, I need you to produce for me. And then, you know, and, and, you know, what kind of process is that with a musician? Cause that's gotta be vastly different than, you know, working with a dog food company. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I love my music video projects. They're so fun. Um, each one is so different and yeah, music video projects are so creative and each musician has their own style, their own brand, their own story, their own message, their own energy that they're bringing. Um, so each process can be quite different, really, uh, because some music videos are live action, you know, I'm filming real people. Some music videos, there's a lot of animation screening. And so going about that is uh, pretty different. Um, but yeah, in terms of like connecting up with these musicians, um, I, yeah, I feel really fortunate that I get to work with so many cool people. Um, a few years ago, there there's this event in Asheville called Asheville. Mm -hmm. And so then, um, you know, I ascended my work and I actually had the, the honor of winning one of those years. Um, and so through that, I ended up networking quite a bit with um, the North Carolina, you know, the, the North Carolina music scene. And so through that, I've um, met a lot of musicians that I, sorry, I'm just going to words, you know, pause um, yeah, so through that, I've met a lot of musicians that I've uh, made music videos for. Um, in terms of the process, yeah, so usually what will happen is a musician will send me the track that they're considering. Mm -hmm. And then I will listen to that track probably a hundred times, mm -hmm. sometimes more, just yeah. again and again and again. And I'll let the music just kind of saturate my subconscious and pretty quickly I'll start to see visuals and scenes sometimes within the first play or two I'll already have a little narrative coming to mind um, and so what I try to do is is fuse I guess my my intuitive creative instincts with who I know the musician to be um, and sometimes the artist will have will have some ideas in mind um, sometimes they're just like hey, whatever you feel, do it. Yeah. I trust you. And I'm like, yes, thank you. This is great. Nice. Those are really fun. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, you know, I want to, I want to make sure that I'm capturing the essence of who they are, the story they're trying to tell, the brand they're trying to convey. And so fusing right. that with what goes on in my brain as I hear the music. Um, yeah. And then from there, um, just in the process of breaking down the concept, figuring out locations do we need props um, are we green screening what shots do I need to plan for um, yeah it's a lot of pre-production and then filming and editing you know I can, that. <laughs> I can see how that would be really fun and you know so I 
I'm I'm going to date myself, but I'm old enough to remember when MTV first launched. Like I I was there like the day of, you know. And you think about the um, the evolution of music videos since since then, because music videos now are you know they're it's it's truly an art form. And then it was really just a different way to try and get people to switch a medium from the radio to uh, to television. And I love um, uh, I love the story. I saw Dixie's Midnight Runners uh, that interviewed I don't know five years ago or so. And you know, in their music video when they're singing "Come On Eileen" and they're all wearing these um, overalls, and they're all wearing these overalls rolled up, and they're dancing this through the street and kind of barefoot. And that was my whole view of what that band must be like. Uh-huh. And it was funny because they said. Um, and so that that kind of haunted them their whole career is, you know, these darn overalls and people wondering, why are you not wearing the overalls the whole time? And they they said the, the problem was, was, uh, you know, we had a completely different image. But one day MTV said, hey, we've got a spot for you. We knew how important that spot was, but they said, we need you to come into the studio like tomorrow and you guys need matching outfits. And they said, we didn't have any money. You know, we still hadn't really made it as a break. And so we, the only thing we could find is they went to like um, Goodwill, kind of the equivalent. Yeah. And they found all, all these pairs of overalls, jeans, overalls. And as you're talking about the brand of somebody and trying to understand what are you trying to accomplish and what, are, yeah, yeah. what story are you trying to tell? It just immediately made me think about, it's pretty darn important that story you tell visually because it could haunt you for. 50 years. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's a great story. It really was because, (laughs) you know, I think they handled it really well and they realized that was still their big break because then that, you know, brought them into the U S market. But you know, what you're doing, especially with, you know, emerging artists and, and um, you know, ones that are really trying to, to continue that image, that brand image is really important. So being trusted with that is, is pretty impressive. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. I really do. I bet. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to hear from our sponsor and we will be right back. Are you tired of the time and expense of going to the salon for a mani-pedi? If so, Color Street is your answer. Base, color, and top coats are blended together in an incredible polished strip that you apply yourself. The result? A brilliant salon quality manicure in just minutes with no dry time, smudges, or streaks. These strips are 100% real nail polish, not stickers. They're flexible, can be gently stretched for a perfect fit, and last up to 10 days. I've been using them for months now and love the amazing selection of colors and styles, along with the ability to create my own unique manicure by mixing and matching. Shop today and support our sponsor, Betsy Roberts, by ordering at colorstreet.com backslash B-H Roberts backslash party backslash 209-5611. Again, that's colorstreet.com backslash B-H Roberts backslash party backslash 209-5611. Or simply click the link in our show notes. 
And we are back with Kira Bursky. And um, I think it's so fun. I haven't, I did not take a look at your uh, YouTube channel yet, but I'm really impressed with that because 40,000 followers or subscribers tells me something. But I think at the heart of everything, you know, and the reason for this series this month with Artistic August is to remind ourselves, because usually I talk about business stuff and a lot of what you do is business related. You know, what, what are you trying to achieve? What are your business goals? What's your mission? What, what do you want to be known for? But the heart of it, I'm, I really fundamentally believe if, that there's an, something that many of us learned in the last year and a half um, during a pandemic and lockdowns and changes is, is what we really appreciate. And so I wanted to highlight this month art in its many different forms. But my question to you is, you know, what do you think um, or why do you think art is important to our world? What, what do you think it brings, especially art of different kinds, different mediums, especially, you know, like you said, you know, I'm creating music videos, I'm doing short films, I'm creating tangible art and may become prints on clothing. You know, why, why do you think that we need to pay attention to these things today? Hmm. Well, art, art has the potential to be a reflection of someone's authentic experience uh, whether that be a, a story or an emotion or just a, or, or a perspective, um, art has the ability to convey something authentic, something vulnerable, something that is, yeah, a unique perspective. Um, and so, you know, right now, one thing for me, a, a pressure in, in my life uh, and I know it affects a lot of people is, is social media and just like mm -hmm. the constant flow of things happening, of information, mm -hmm. news, there's stuff just always like, blah, 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 and it's there. And so I feel like uh, art has the ability to, to cut through some of that noise, some of that the the pressures and the, the 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 muck of all of this energy mm -hmm. um but art uh, let me let me pause to collect my thoughts so i'm not uh poetically putting pauses and <laughs> making this too metaphorical um let's see which I actually really like because as you're talking you know just watching you you know as you're thinking through I could feel almost the sense of, you know, talking about it this way really is cutting through the noise because it is hard to find focus with mm -hmm. all this coming at us. It is hard to find those breaths, those moments to think clearly. Uh -huh. And you know, so even as you're, you're expressing it to me, I was like, yeah, I, I totally get that. We have so much coming at us that if there's something that allows us to even catch one breath, and then we stop and pay attention. That's powerful. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think the big thing for me is, is the ability for authenticity and vulnerability and how art can allow us to step into other realities. Mm. And when I say other realities, sometimes that's that, that still is within our reality, but it's somebody else's reality. Yeah. And I, it's just so fascinating how when you watch a film, listen to music, gaze upon visual art, whatever the medium is, mm -hmm. 
how it can sometimes evoke something in you where you experience a sensation or an emotion, just a vibe that maybe you haven't experienced before or you haven't experienced in quite a while, but whatever it is, it shifts something in you. Mm-hmm. So I think that is something that's very beautiful and very powerful and very important. Uh, and, and so art, again, can cut through the noise and has the possibility and ability to evoke something new in us or to shift something in us. Um, and that can be just extremely powerful. Um, yeah. I think so too. And as you were talking about that, I was thinking about, I don't always have a lot of time to read for pleasure anymore. And I just actually finished a book that was just a pure fiction book. And as I, especially now, as I got to the end, it was, you know, I couldn't put it down. I needed to finish it. I wanted to, and, and it's that sense of not just suspension of disbelief, but walking into somebody else's, you know, reality, their fiction, their, their creation, their art. And it's, it allows me when I'm able to read fiction, it allows me to, yes, step out of everything else and into a different world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes those characters, those places become so important to me. There's a series of books that I think there's like 20 some books or 18, maybe 18 books, 18, 19 books. It's a series that I read over, you know, a long period of time. And, um, and I have reread the book. So as a new book would come out every year, I would reread all the books so I wouldn't forget all the little important things. And each book was like 700 pages. It was quite, a, you know, yeah. pretty much near the end, I was reading them all the time, except for with two books left, or maybe even one book left, with one book left, the author died. And I was like, I was so mad at the author. I'm like, oh. how dare you die? <laughs> how selfish is that? How dare you oh. die? <laughs> I know. But um, his uh, widow found, he'd actually written the last book mostly. And she found someone who she trusted as a ghostwriter. And he ended up completing the series. He ended up take instead of one book, he ended up turning it to three or something. Um, but you know, to this day, I feel like those characters are still a part of my life. And they're just characters on pages, but they are very important. And I think that's, it's a, it's an interesting thing when you really step back and look at it. Why are, why are fictional characters so important? Because they do allow me to step out of the reality and the chaos and, and everything coming at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a fun, it's a fun dilemma with it. So um, my last question for you about, you know, about your business is, you know, what do you want all my listeners and, and viewers to know about, about what you do and, and, you know, what you might do for them if they're considering, you know, working with somebody like you to create some of those visual components to their business? For sure. Yeah. So my company uh, does all sorts of projects. Again, we work with all kinds of clients, um, but I would say For a lot of the projects, the main thing that I like to bring to the table is just a very creative way, an artistic way of of portraying a brand. Um, I I love to find the magic in all the brands I work with. Um, So I especially love to work with clients who want to find that unique charm, that whimsicality, the magic of, I'm just throwing around some words here, but uh, that gives you a little bit of the energy I like to bring to the table. Um, yeah, 
I, I love to meet new people, new brands, new clients. And if you'd like to connect with me, uh, you can visit my website, which is www.allaroundartsy.com. And through yeah. there, there's a contact form with my, my uh, connects to my email and um, all around artsy. If you look that up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, they'll find me. And my name is Kira Bursky. So if you look up Kira Bursky Films on YouTube, you'll find me. But again, <laughs> the website, it's an all-inclusive package. It should connect you to all the tentacles. So. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, for those uh, who read the show notes too, we will have all your links in there so they can uh, click on it or they can search you right now, which is great. Well, Kira, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Hmm. <laughs> I would say the last thing I'll say is to experiment, have fun, try new things, jump into to projects that maybe you don't even know like well, what's going to happen but you have a just this curiosity bubbling within you just push yourself to do it because it's pretty exciting and fun the adventures we can go on when we just follow our curiosities you don't know where it'll take you but could be a fun place. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Well, it's excellent. Kira, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you as a guest. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees at Sales Mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.